Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, parents, welcome to the Crazy Cool Family podcast. We're glad you're here. We are so glad you're here. Thanks for joining us. We have a topic today I bet is going to be, I bet you're going to resonate with it a little bit. If you have kids, especially if they're a little bit older. I love that. If you have kids. Well, of course you have kids if you're listening, right? <laughs> I was going to say, if you have well, there's kids. there's some that, that don't. I can shout out to a couple of friends that don't have kids yet that are listening. Oh, really? Well, wow, yeah. they're just preparing. Yeah, yeah. Preparing for the future. Such overachievers. <laughs> but if you have kids, especially as they get a little bit older, I bet you're experiencing sibling fighting. Yep. They don't get along. They don't like each other. They don't want to be around each other. Get out of my room. I mean, that's just what <laughs> I remember. It's my toy. Yeah. Oh, my you goodness. You ate that. I wanted to eat it. Yes. And they are jealous or they are... Selfish. Uh, selfish and all those things. And, and really, I don't know about you, but parents but that and for Suzanne and I that gets on our every last nerve for me it just activates the mama bear in me because I want to take care of my child but which child am I taking care of the victim or the the monster <laughs> and then we become monsters oh for sure to protect and to stop the the or because just of our, our frustration and it just causes this downward spiral hey parents guess what? You, we can, you can solve this. You can solve it in your home. And we want to give you today some very practical steps. And really what we'd like to do over time is take you all the way to where we feel like we are today with our seven right. kids, where they look out for each other. They love each other. I mean, literally we they get along. They choose to be together. Yes. They want what's best for each other above and themselves. And we've had some serious relational problems with our, with our kids. I mean, we're very different personalities because, mm -hmm. Hey, Karen's, I bet your kids are different. We have some kids with really different personalities. It's something we've had to really fight for over many years to make it happen, but it's possible you too can, can walk out of, but you can't go from a to Z immediately. What you're dealing with right now is you've got kids that fight. Right. And there's issues there. And, and so what we're going to do, we're not going to go to, we've got a whole video course on siblings as best friends, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. We actually have a free resource for you on our... To stop sibling fighting. Exactly. On our website. So yep. go check that out. But today we're just going to share a few ideas that you can implement today with the very next fight that's presented to you by your children. Yeah. And these are in our free resource as well as there's some other ones mm -hmm. there. We're just going to talk about a few very practical ideas for you that you can implement today to help stop your sibling fighting. Okay. So the first one we want to talk about is to make a good, not good list. So Suzanne, help our parents with how to, not to be confused with the naughty or nice list. Or yeah, Santa we're not, we're not Santa Claus, okay. <laughs> so not that, but what this is, is this is going to be you getting together with each of your children and having, let's start with the oldest child. You're going to have the oldest child and you're going to have them basically brainstorm and write a list of all the things that they like about their sibling. Maybe it's sibling number two and all the things that they don't like about sibling number two. And you were even talking, maybe this is a good time for a sibling or a kid date. 
Right. And so just maybe you can take them out to Chick-fil-A or or some other, you know, some place where they like to go. And for sure. But don't let the day. Great idea. For sure. Do that. But don't let that limit you. If you can't make that happen, then have a special bedtime. And you as you're putting that child to bed, then you spend a little extra time with them and have your spouse put the others to bed. But create some space, create some time where you and that child are intentionally thinking about the relationship that they have with each of their siblings. And so they're going to make this good, not good list for each of their siblings. And so it could even be one night they do one and the next week they do another one, depending on how many siblings you have. I would start with the one that they're having the most difficult time with, where there is the most conflict. So what that list looks like is you're going to write down, you're going to have help your child write down all the things that they, that they like and they appreciate about their sibling. Well, that they're, they're fun to play with. They make me laugh. And, and you're going to have to draw that out of yeah, your child. Yeah, what if they say nothing? <laughs> and they might. Great yeah. point. And they might. And so you're going to have to ask them some questions. Well, do you, um, they, they like to eat ice cream. You know, do you like to eat ice cream? Okay. That's something you have in common. Right. You, they like to play Legos. Do you like to play Legos? And so you're trying here, trying on the good part, you're trying to find any common ground that you have. You're trying to show your child that their sibling is not all bad. Right. <laughs> and then on the opposite side of it, the not good list, this is where you're getting the opportunity to see what is inside your child's heart. And basically what lies they are believing about their siblings. We talk about it in our book all the time that differences are what make the... Um, that re- God created differences for our good. Yes. And that's what makes the relationship so dynamic. And that's what helps us become who we are by having surrounding ourselves with different people that are different from us. And so this is what you're doing. You're pulling this not good list out of your child. And as they go through and write down the things that are not good, this is where you as a parent are going to come in And like I say, wash their brain, (laughs) you're going to help flip their thinking and change their mind on, okay, is that a bad thing? Or, oh, I can see why you think that's a bad thing. Let's pray for your sibling in this area. You're going to give some insight, um, bring light into the dark area that they're believing the lies about their siblings and basically hopefully turn those not good things into good things, help them start seeing them. So parents avoid, uh, and as a person of experience in these things, (laughs) avoid lecture mode. Okay. Avoid it when they say, I don't like my brother because he's a jerk. Well, he's not a jerk. Why would you say he's a jerk? You know, don't, don't get into lecture mode. Just listen and flipping their thinking does not involve lecture mode. And when you get into lecture, you're going to shut them down and and it's going to be a fruitless exercise. And so that's so good. I'm so glad you said that because with that, you would say, well, why do you think they're a jerk? And chances are, it's going to go back to a time when that sibling hurt them or took something from them. It's probably got legitimate issues in it. And they probably were a jerk. I mean, reality is they probably were. And so then you can come in and say, are you, could you forgive your brother about that? Or just ask the Holy Spirit in those moments how to fix or heal or once again, shed a new and, light and then in the, situation. this list becomes a platform for you to continue to talk about. You're not going to solve the fighting overnight. So you didn't get to the fighting overnight. You're not going to solve the fighting overnight. But what you're going to do is you're going to create a platform where now, you know, you understand your child's heart and you get to know, and you also get to understand a little bit about the relationship, which is another, when you do our family dashboard, you know, you're going to understand that relationship better, that line, and you're going to be able to speak into that now with more depth, 
with more healing so and good. things like that. So and so that good and um, that make the good list and the not good list that is just giving you input so that you understand what's going on in that relationship between the siblings. So now you have the insight to apply the wisdom needed to mend that relationship. Good stuff. Make a good or not make a good <laughs> not good list from a sibling to another sibling. Okay. Hey parents, quick break here to invite you to download our free resource, Six Ways to Stop Sibling Fighting. Six very practical things you can implement today to help your kids stop fighting. Hey, here's what you do. You go visit crazycoolfamily.com slash sibling fighting and you can see it there or you can look at the link in the podcast show notes and download it then. Hey, go do it right now. Read through it, apply it into your family and watch it make a huge difference in your home. The second one we're going to talk about today is um, is what we call have practice playtime. Practice playing if, with this, with your kids, get them to play together and practice playing together, right? Yeah, so you schedule that even like we've even told parents before to schedule playtime, schedule a play date with your children to play together and create a special snack or whatever needs to happen to make it special. But what you're doing now is just like you would practice with a sport or a musical instrument. You you have to get in those repetitions of getting good at it. Well, siblings need to have repetition of getting good at playing together. And it's because our tendency is to, just like when we, in the good, not good list thing, we said the parents have a tendency just to blow up at the kids when they fight. Well, okay, we also have a tendency when kids don't get along, we want to keep them separate. Well, Because it's easier for mom because she doesn't have to break up fights. Yes, and we, we don't have as much conflict and everything gets better, but supposedly, but what if we press into it? What if we say, you know, it even says in our free resource, if you can't kids, if you can't get along, it's obvious you need more practice. Right. So when, so it tells them, and it, it's something you do in your home as a theme. When the kids fight, they, we're going to press in and we're not going to let them get the reward of having to be separate, which they think is the reward, re- reward too. Mm-hmm. We're going to put them together. And we're going to make just, you know, so that um, when they do that, they know, man, I'm going to have to work this out. I don't get any choice. And you'll be amazed how they do. Eventually, they do start getting it worked out, don't they? Yes. And and I would call it practice playtime. Oh, I can see that you guys aren't getting along. Let's practice. Let's practice playing this again. I can see that you guys are um, having a hard time with this, sharing this or playing with this. Then right now, we're going to practice how to play with this together. And I'm going to sit right here and I'm going to watch. And parents, once again, this isn't a place to lecture. This is a place for you to create an opportunity for them to succeed. And so uh, I'm going to sit right here. I'm going to say, oh, let's do that. Let's not do that. But we're not going to lecture them. But we are going to give them space to practice playing together. And then you see when they have conflict to encourage them in how to work it out. Yes. You know, just, and, and again, not telling them what to do, but hey, what if you did this? And in, the, in that process, you're teaching them life skills. They're going to need to work conflict out the rest of their lives. It's, and they get to practice with their siblings. And so why not be a success at it? Yeah, so that's why we call it practice playtime. That seems like an odd term, but it's, but it, but it really is a, um, when they're not, when they're not fighting, it's just regular playtime, right. but when they're fighting, it becomes practice playtime. That's right. And what <laughs> happens over time is you start to encourage that. You'll be amazed how, you know, over time, 
all of a sudden you'll be like, my kids are playing together. Mm-hmm. My kids are, I didn't tell them to do it, but they're doing it. And uh, because, um, and, and even then, you know, with parents, there's another kind of corollary to this is we think as in society that it's better to put our kids with their peers mm-hmm. all the time. We say, oh, they need to be with their peers. And, you know, but in our reality, whole school systems based on peer education. And, and it is good for kids to have peer friends. No doubt. Kids their own age. That's good. But what about the, would they also need to be friends with and interact with kids that are older than them and younger than them because that's the real world that's the workforce it is and 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 they learn from the older kids and they get to invest in the younger kids example exactly and so there's so much things that happen outside of peer groups well where's the best place for that to happen it's in the family now we we when we had our kids growing up we also had other families and so they were around other older kids and even around adults and things you know so that they were it was very interactive so as you practice playtime it's also good to put them with different kids of different ages it with hopefully within yeah, your family like maybe the youngest sibling and the oldest sibling and let them play together yeah and we just we've seen so much benefit in that it's not easy because you got to be patient and you can just see yourself sitting in that room and going, I could be doing a hundred other things, but what's more valuable than having your kids be really good friends? Well, and if you invest on the front end, then you're going to have payoff on the back end. Yeah. I mean, and then that's where we are today is that, you know, we don't, we don't have it and it's just going, you're like, well, of course they're getting along. That's what happens. And, but it starts with practicing playtime. Um, you know, the final thing I'll speak into this a little bit because I think it's something that has been very important to me. Um, we talk about in our in our free resource, make a stance. And what that means is, is that there are certain things, parents, that are are unacceptable in your home. And, and you need to decide what those are for, you know, for like for me, one of the big deals was lying. It, there was no way if, if the kids knew if they lied you know, another one would be if they ever yelled at mom, if they ever yelled at mom, you know, there was going to be a, a price to pay for that because that's just something that didn't happen in our home. I don't care. Mom may, mom can yell, but they couldn't, you <laughs> <And> know, <she laughs> did. <laughs> but uh, one of those to me is also sibling fighting. And we decided we learned this at a very uh, young in our marriage, young in our parenting journey that hey, you know, sibling fighting was going to be unacceptable in our home. We decided that we were influenced in that because, um, and, and we tell our kids a lot that because we value relationships at such a high level in our home, that fighting between siblings is unacceptable. It's not, it's not unacceptable to have conflict. It's unacceptable to fight and to be rude and to do the things like yelling and screaming and slamming doors and all those things that we're not going to make happen. Wouldn't you say that, Suzanne? Oh, yeah. And I would say that when our kids were little, they didn't hit each other. They didn't beat up on each other. And if they did yell and scream at each other, it was rare and it was a shock and everybody was taken aback by it because it was so uncommon. Yeah, I mean, and whether that be, uh, and, and again, our kids fought sometimes. They wrestled, they they did things, you know, like it's so funny now, uh, Macy, who's our third daughter, used to just really beat up on the boys all the time, you know, and, and, and <laughs> they, they were would, littler and she could, and yeah. she liked to wrestle and fight. And now they get back at her because she, she's still, twice as big as she is now. <laughs> yeah, and she still wants to fight them. And Oh my goodness, she can't win at all. But that's not the type of fighting we're talking about. We're talking about the fighting where, you know, it's rude and it's, it's, yeah. it's vindictive and things like that. And, and, 
And it's different too, parents. Here's one of the things to think about is every once in a while, somebody's going to lose it. Okay. Those things can happen. It, we still correct it, but the it's when it becomes a trend, you know, and that's where we see parents all the time. Just in this, our kids fight and yell and scream at each other all the time. We're like, okay, are you allowing that? Mm-hmm. Is that something that you have you, what do you do about that? Because if, if you just tell your sibling, or you're not your sibling, I keep saying that, but the kids, if you tell your kids, look, this is not acceptable and this is not going to happen anymore in our house. Do you understand? And there will be consequences for that. Then, I just think you're going to be so shocked parents when you draw the line in the sand and you say that when you lay those parameters down to your kids, I'm sorry, we don't, we don't fight in our home. That's not how we interact with each other. That's not how we talk to each other. I mean, and we would take it into the future and I would say, you can't, you're not going to talk to your spouse that way. You're not going to talk to your own kids that way. You're not going to talk to your boss or your roommates or teachers. There's nobody in your life you're going to talk to that way. So we're not going to practice talking to anybody now that way. And so let's, we're going to figure out a different way to talk to them. We're going to use kindness or we're going to use patience or we're going to change our tone of voice, but we would draw the line in the sand and say, we're not going to do it. We're going to stop it. And then we would give them a way to communicate their right. frustration, their irritation. Cause they're going to say, Oh, but so-and-so did it first. And they, yes, they, and they, it's all their fault. And you know, I'm just a little, especially the little ones run and they're mm-hmm. just bigger than me. Great. You know, it's not just stop it. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's not just about stopping. It's giving them avenues well, uh, can I come to me, you know, if that's happening or, you know, they want, we don't want to encourage tattling, but they can say, Hey, you can share it with me. We'll go, we'll go work it out. And we're teaching because parents with this, when you make a stance, the reason you make a stance is because you so value relationship in the home. Right. And it goes back to, we pursue relationship with everything. And when there is constant fighting and yelling between siblings that is breaking down those relationships and and those relationships are key for the future. Yeah. And I just want to just make one tiny little point too, that if the culture in your home is based on fighting and maybe you and your spouse fight and you interact with your children through fighting, then it's going to be really hard to make a stance with your siblings to not fight with each other if that's the culture. And so we just encourage you right now to go ahead and say, okay, today we're going to change the culture in our home and we're not going to have a fighting culture anymore. We are going to change the way we interact with each other, starting with the siblings, starting with how the mom talks to the kids, starting with how the dad talks to the mom and just take, take back your, your, your house, create a peaceful house, take, take back your words. You guys, we believe in you. You can do it. We've seen it happen. I was a yelling mom. We've seen it happen. And so you can do it. You just, not yeah, you were, she was a yelling mom, but yeah, I was, too that's what i meant to say with it's that. intention just just be intentional just pick choose what you want to do and then do it i mean yeah. that's the power of being in charge as the parent is we get to make the rules and then we get to enforce them and we get to follow them and we get to exemplify them and it's so cool i mean there's a lot of things cool about family one of the coolest things is is just to see your siblings getting along and and to, oh, to and see your I keep saying siblings, other. but I mean see your kids yes. as siblings getting along. Where I mean it's so fun to see that when they're looking out for each other. When you get Such away from the bad and into the good, uh, it's worth it. Parents is what we're saying, and it's possible. We want to give you just we gave you some practical mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. today. Make that good, not good list. Okay, 
practice playtime, take a stance. Those are things you can do today to, to start the tide going the other way. Right. And then go check out the free resource because there's a few more ideas on there too for you. Right. And if you want to totally overachieve, go get our (laughs) Siblings as Best Friend course, which will give you an in-depth look at how to go from where you are to where you want to be with your siblings. So um, I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope we've given you some very practical ways to stop sibling fighting and to stop that very, very frustrating thing that happens in almost every home. Just know, parents, you are not alone. We hear from parents all the time, and sibling fighting is a huge deal. So don't think you're by yourself, but there's a lot of people out there with you. Um, If you want to get the course or you want to get the free resource, go to our website. You'll see it there. Crazycoolfamily.com. Go to crazycoolfamily.com. So as always, go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com.